Welcome back, pinball nerds, to your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name's Oriel Albert, and I'll be your host for today's episode where we talk about have you ever fell back in love with pinball? All right, I'm being a little tiny bit facetious. I don't physically mean falling in love with the actual machine, although uh, Ryan and Marty on Head to Head Pinball Podcast talked about could you actually have feelings and emotions for an inanimate object in inanimate, I don't know, I'm not saying it right, for an object that's just like something, uh, like, like something physical, can you have love for it? And the answer is yes, lots of people do. Lots of people go on and on about how they love their motorcycles. If you can love a motorcycle that's just something that drives you back and forth, why couldn't you love a pinball machine, something that gives you perhaps the most joy in your life? So of course you could. However, I try not to fall in love with the machines, although I do love my skateball machine, but I try not to fall in love with the machines because I want to be able to move on to the next one when I can. What I actually fall in love with is pinball itself. And just like pinball... My wonderful wife and I, Danielle, have been together for 15 years. Um, I've been with pinball since grade seven, so I've been, I've been with pinball longer. Um, but with my wonderful wife and I, sometimes we go through lows. Um, we did get married. Uh, it'll be coming on two years ago this summer. We actually tied the knot. And for a somewhat anarchistic dude like myself, a non-governmental wannabe libertarian, it was a little bit challenging. But this is not a podcast where I talk about politics. This is the podcast where I talk about my deep love for pinball. So as much as I do actually love pinball, I did not get to play a single solitary uh, IFPA tournament. I did play some small tournaments like here at New Year's and I did a, a pre-provincials tournament uh, at Sean Russell's house. I did a charity tournament for Dave Clark uh, back in like um, late December, kind of like December 20, 23rd. Yes, it was December 23rd. And um, basically, just like my wife and I from time to time over the 15 years have gone through you know, times when we weren't as in love as we were before. I never stopped loving her, but I mean, you know, maybe we weren't as, you can't be as hot and passionate as you are like the first three months forever, right guys? So you know what I'm talking about. And if you're, you know, if you've never been in love, maybe you're in love with pinball and then you kind of know what I'm talking about. So just the same way with pinball, I'm looking here and I did not, I do not have a single solitary result on IFPA all the way going back to December 17th. And I don't know about you, there's lots of good reasons to run a uh, non-IFBA tournament, like if it's for, say, for charity, and there's going to be tons of new players, or uh, you want to play a completely different format that may maybe like stall ball or something like that that doesn't fit the format uh, for them, or split flipper or something like that. So... But that being said, nothing really gets your heart a-pounding and gets you excited uh, like a tournament where there's something on the line. And certainly in December 17th, I was still having to go to Provincial, so there was something on the line. Um, and that was, you know, two and a half months ago now. So when I got to go last night, it wasn't just that something was on the line. Oh, that's not entirely true. I played Lopal last week. And I guess 
this really brings home what I was talking about. Because last night was the night that I fell back in love with pinball. But Lopple or the London Ontario Pinball League is kind of like my more serious league than the Monday night pinball at Call the Office, which is a local watering hole here in London. Um, that's sort of like I kind of shoot shoot the shats with my buds and hang out at the pinball bar and um, have a couple craft beers and uh, maybe go outside and enjoy some completely legal recreational drugs um, and, you know, and just hang out and talk and chat. And, you know, I, I've, I've been going to Lopple for six seasons and I've probably made it to, uh, uh, I guess, six times, you know, five. I made it to about 30 Lopples and I, I love, absolutely love all the people I play with there. The collections are incredible. But when I go there, it's a lot of nervous energy and these points are really big and I really want to make finals. And, you know, it's not something I do weekly. I do every four to five weeks. And then if I miss a month, it's like every eight weeks. So, you know, it's, it's not like my regular, like when you're coming home to your wife and you see her every day, you don't get the chance to maybe not be as appreciative of what you have. Well, I will say this. I was not appreciative of what I have every Monday night. And what I found out more so while telling you this, well, right now recording this podcast than anything else is that what I missed was not just the machines. Of course, there's some awesome machines there. Um, there's Ghostbusters and Aerosmith, which are not two of the awesome machines. <laughs> Sorry. I personally don't love those machines, even though I think they're well-made. I just, they're not, not my jam. Can't be everybody's jam, right? Can't be the best damn jam every single time. So, uh, but that being said, there there is Star Wars, which I absolutely love. The, the new one, of course, from Stern. Uh, there is Iron Maiden, which is like, uh, I don't want to give it away, but let's just say it ranked very high on my list of the Pinball Nerds Pinball Awards. Um, I did those at the end of December, kind of kind of replicating my own little version of the Twippies. And um, yeah, so... When I got there last night just to see Milkman and uh, Nicole and uh, Ian and uh, Julie and Brad and Sean and Mark and City, again, Mark and City, thanks so much for doing that interview. Um, I actually, Mark and City actually did a homebrew machine called The Night Beer Before Christmas, and I got to interview it to him back there on episode 100, about 12 back. So please go listen to that if you haven't, but I'm pretty sure every person who listens to this podcast has because it's got about three times the listens of all my other shows. So really appreciate everyone who helped make that successful. But going back to what I was saying about falling in love is last night, here's how you know you really, really love someone or something. It's when the shats hits a fan. So it's when you're having a really bad day. If you still love that person, if you're having a really tough time, if they're being at their most annoying, if things are not going well and you still love that person, maybe you're not in love with them at that second, but that's how you know if you really love somebody. And this is what I know with pinball. I got humiliatedly destroyed last night. I got absolutely decimated I got made to look a fool like it was my first time playing pinball. I think I got last, 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 and did I pull it a first or a second? I think I got last, 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 and last, and last. No, I'm just kidding. We only play five machines, but um, I got 100 mil on Maiden, 
and still got last. I got 120 million on or 115 million on uh, Aerosmith, which is actually a really good score for me on Aerosmith, and still didn't win Aerosmith. Um, I did end up getting I don't know 70 some odd million or oh no, did I get over a hundo? Maybe I got to 70 million on my like first ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had a really really killer first ball on um, Kiss. And got like seventy five or eighty million, and probably ended up around in around a hundred. I don't even. I didn't even look. Thanks, Brad or Sean, for writing it down. Whoever wrote down the score, I just turned around and walked away. I was like, meh. I feel like I did good there. I heard the the replay. I heard the knocker go for the replay, and call the office if you hear the knocker. Yeah, those the the replay values are set pretty tough there because there's some good competition. And uh, but just what I was getting at is that I realized is that I didn't just fall back in love with pinball last night. I missed hanging out with everybody there. Like I go there home. I would say not even like three out of four Mondays, but if you look back on IFPA, like I'm there probably like nine out of 10 Mondays and Monday, I used to hate Mondays. I still don't love them, but ever since Monday night pinball came around, sometimes Mondays are my best day of the week. I'm getting older now. Uh, I don't go to the bar every single Friday anymore every other Friday and uh, I don't go you know I don't go hang out with friends necessarily every single weekend so if I just chilled and stayed in with the family or maybe I wasn't feeling well or maybe it was like minus 40 in the polar vortex like last week and I just don't go anywhere but Mondays I will come out just like the groundhog I come out of my little hole and I go oh hey guys I don't see my shadow I guess I'll go play pinball and I don't know why the groundhog has that voice, but uh, it's certainly not Pucks the Tony Phil because he sounds nothing like that, by the way. Shout out to Bill Murray. Best show ever. Um, movie. Just kidding. Second best movie ever because obviously the best movie of all time is The Big Lebowski, uh, which I just podcasted about. For those of you who didn't see it, The Big Lebowski or The Dude did make his triumphant return, reprising uh, Jeff Bridges reprised his critically acclaimed role in The Big Lebowski to do a Stella Artois commercial in the Super Bowl. And, of course, Dutch Pinball was kind enough uh, to uh, destroy the dude. I don't know. They're currently in a lawsuit, and I think they're basically dead. So I made a joke about uh, Dutch Pinball trying to kill the dude, but the dude's back, baby. That's right. Um, so, uh, like, 25 years after Jeff Bridges uh, does this role, he reprises it and basically looks like he aged a second. I don't know. Anyways, go back there and listen to that uh, that podcast if you haven't. I think I did a pretty good job on it. I'm pretty happy with it. So, uh, for those of you, I did realize after I recorded it that I did mention that, that Dutch pinball uh, kind of killed the dude, but maybe I didn't explain properly for those of you who aren't sure. Dutch Pinball actually got the rights to the Big Lebowski game and made it, and it's phenomenal. Go watch the tutorial with um, Bo and Karens on YouTube. It's a really cool game. It's got a neat upper playfield. I may or may not have included it in the top 10 mini playfields of all time. Um, so, w- what I was saying is that last night, just getting to see everybody that I hadn't got to see and that exact group of people and then be at one of my favorite uh, watering holes and then get to play all the machines that I know so well there and and then get to play competitive pinball where, say, if, for instance, I maybe accidentally took a ball out of turn, it wouldn't be as 
big of a deal or went up to the wrong machine or something wouldn't be as big of a deal as like a large tournament or something like that. So, but it happened. I fell back in love with pinball last night and I literally couldn't stop thinking about pinball. It was like two 30 AM and I was like a kid the night before Christmas and I couldn't go to bed last night. So in my head, I like started writing new pinball podcasts. And as much as I love podcasting for you guys, and believe me, I do, um, after not, I'm, I'm, I'm first and foremost, a competitive pinball player and like a podcaster second, and then like a pinball collector, like third. So, um, for me personally to go that long without seeing my regular Monday night crew of buds that I love and, you know, being at one of my favorite places. And that's why it makes it all the more sad that, uh, Monday night pinball may never be at call the office again. Uh, that being said, fingers crossed. It's going to be revived and hopefully going somewhere else. Maybe I've heard rumors, possibly Speed City Records. Um, anywhere where there's awesome machines and that cool group of people, I will be. So that's why I wanted to pose to you the question and not just leave it with myself, but have you ever fell back in love with pinball? Say you went somewhere where you couldn't play pinball for a couple weeks or maybe you were really sick or you had a family friend or member who, uh, you know, was out of town or was dealing with something personal. And for one reason or another, you just had a lull where you didn't get to play a lot of pinball. Maybe your pinball machine was broken or maybe you don't have one at your house. And, uh, maybe you just, you know, you, you switched to a different shift and you couldn't come out to your regular group anymore. And then all of a sudden you had that moment where you were there playing with your, your good pinball or buddies, your, your pinball friends, playing some of your favorite machines. Um, and you kind of like, you remembered what really drew you into pinball in the first place. Like what really got you excited? What really drove you to the game? And I want to pose that question to you. Uh, feel free to go onto my Facebook page and let me know. Because if I'm the only one, I, maybe I'm the only one. Maybe I'm the only one who feels this way about pinball. I don't think so, though. I suspect there's more of us out there. Until next time, guys, remember, eat, sleep, breathe, and love pinball. <laughs>